If you read books on relationships or attend relationship seminars, or even if you go to some relationship experts, what you're going to find is that people hold this sacred belief about relationships, that to make a relationship work, you need to accept someone for who they are. To accept someone for who they are is seen as an evolved and a loving and even a moral act. To accept someone for who they are is to accept the reality of them. It is to recognize the reality of that person and to stop trying to change them away from that reality into something different. For example, let's say that the reality of someone is that their top value is leisure time. To accept them as they are is to recognize that this is the reality and to recognize that you can't change it. And as such, to stop trying to get them to value something else, like professional success. Or for example, let's say that the reality is that somebody loses their temper. To accept them for who they are and how they are, exactly as they are, is to accept that they lose their temper. And therefore, to recognize that as the reality and to stop trying to change them into somebody who is calm and even-tempered. When we accept somebody for who they are, the power is then in our hands about what is right for us to do given that reality. For example, using the previous example, let's say that we are in a primary partnership with somebody whose top priority is leisure time. If we accept that that's the reality and then we're not going to try to change them, we then are in the position to decide what's right for us to do. Potentially it's getting out of a primary partnership with them because them having that top priority represents a serious incompatibility relative to being their partner. Or for example, we may be able to adjust what we're doing so we can focus more on our professional life and they can focus more on getting more leisure time. Or for example, we may decide that what's right is to re-establish a relationship ourselves with leisure and to sink into finding the value in leisure ourselves, etc. Here's the thing. People don't realize this. <laughs> what they do is they will follow you so far as to say, okay, to accept somebody is to recognize the reality and to not try to change that reality. We're with you there. But then they go off-piste. And they add all kinds of things to accepting somebody for who they are that have nothing to do with accepting someone for who they are. Basically, they make it mean things it doesn't mean. Specifically, people think that to accept someone for who they are is not only to recognize the reality of them and then as such to stop trying to make them be something different. They think it also means to then embrace, like, approve of, agree with, put up with, be easygoing about, accommodate, and tolerate that thing about them. But here's the reality. If you accept someone the way they are, you either will or will not be able to do those things. It will either be right for you to do those things, or actually, it will be wrong for you to do those things, depending on who you are. I'm going to give you an example so you understand this. Bob is a professional athlete that has his sights set on career success and is, let's say, aimed at a gold medal podium. He is in a relationship with Kelly, who is an extreme social butterfly who loves to party and who loves to show up at their home at three or four in the morning. Obviously, this has created a 
massive issues in their relationship, and Bob has spent the last few months doing everything that he can to try to change Kelly. He's been trying to get her to limit her social engagement and go to bed and wake up at the same time as him. When Bob accepts Kelly for who she is and stops trying to change Kelly, he is then in a position to try to decide, given the reality of Kelly, what is the right thing for him, Bob, to do specifically. Now, what Bob does is he tries on this idea of accommodating that aspect of her. He tries on the idea of maybe setting up different arrangements for them to sleep so that when she comes in at night, she's not waking him up. You know, stuff like that. And what he finds out is, actually, if I accommodated the reality of Kelly, I would feel like I was completely alone in life with a really obnoxious roommate who just slept here. So given the reality, accepting the reality of Kelly, Bob decides what's right for him to do is to end their romantic partnership and to enter into a friendship instead. But let's imagine for a moment that Kelly is in a relationship with a different guy. This time, she's in a relationship with Jerry. Jerry, for work, is an editor at a publishing house. But he's definitely a lot more interested in a romantic relationship than he is dedicated towards his own career success. He also works from home. At first, when they're in a relationship, Kelly's socialite, showing up late behavior irritates Jerry. But when he comes to this point where he is accepting Kelly for who she is, not trying to change her, therefore, he is also in a position, like we saw earlier with Bob, to decide, given the reality of Kelly, what is right for me to do, given the reality, right? Now, here's what he decides. In considering all the various things that he could do, given that reality, he decides the right thing for him to do is to try to socialize more with other people by going with Kelly sometimes when she goes out. And that when she goes out and he doesn't feel like going too, he's going to use that time to get all the work done that he can get done so he can have as much quality one-on-one -on -one time with her as possible when they're both in the same place at the same time. After all, all he's working with is deadlines and he doesn't have to be up at any specific hour. What I need you to notice from this example is that what is right for two different people to do, both accepting the reality of Kelly is two completely different things. And what you need to notice is that the right thing to do was not for them both to embrace, like, approve of, agree with, put up with, be easygoing about, accommodate, and tolerate that thing about Kelly. So why is it like this? Deep down, we want people to accept us for who we really are. We want them to recognize what is real about us, and therefore to stop trying to change us all the time, right? But it doesn't stop there. We don't just want people to accept us for who we are. We want somebody to recognize the reality of us and like it and approve of it and accommodate it and be easygoing about it and love it. You see where I'm going with this, right? Because this is our desire, instead of deliberately seeking out people who can do this, because doing this is in alignment with what is right for them, we demand or want this from people who can't or for whom it's not right for them to do so. Essentially, we expect this and want it from all people. The thing is, when we do this, we perpetuate an illusion. We perpetuate the illusion that it's possible for people to do this. And we also get ourselves into all kinds of incompatible situations because of it. 
To learn more about this, you can watch my video titled Incompatibility, A Harsh Reality in Relationships. For example, you may be a person who must be in charge, but you can't then go get a job working under a boss and tell your boss that they have to accept you for who you are by being easygoing about your power struggles or approving of the fact that you refuse to be told what to do or accommodating you by putting you in charge of everything. This universe, being very interested in self-awareness and expansion, is going to put you in all kinds of situations, circumstances, with all kinds of people, places, and things that are going to serve to clarify your personal truth. This not only includes what you want, but an awareness of who you are. The thing is, becoming aware of who you are includes being put in situations that cause you to become clear about who you are by putting you in the position to have to consider whether to change or not, whether to be different or not. I'm going to spell universal truth out for you, okay? There is place in this life for becoming different. There is also place in this life for choosing to be as you are. In a relationship or a situation, when you run into a point of contention, that point of contention is a choice point. The reason I say it's a choice point is because usually that circumstance or situation is going to come with a desire, on someone's behalf, for something or someone to be different in some way. That choice point is about whether or not you're going to change or make it different or stay the same. And the power to make that decision belongs to each person involved in that circumstance. The thing is, you can't make other people, if they're the ones that you want to have be different, change. You can't force that upon them. You may be able to exert all kinds of pressure to try to get them to decide to change, but ultimately they're the ones that decide to change and be different or not. To double down and decide to stay the same. And if you're the one who's in that position where you're being asked to be different, that means you're at the choice point of whether to double down and decide to stick by the way you are, or whether you initiate yourself becoming different and changing. The thing is, when you're in one of these contention point type scenarios, you may just find that the only way for you to move forward is to accept something the way that it is, without trying to change it anymore, and to look at, if I accept it the way that it is, what is the right thing for me to do given that reality? Assuming it would never change. All this being said, fear is perhaps the single biggest barrier that we have to acceptance. <laughs> we are terrified that if we accept a reality, that we're not going to be able to handle that reality. We're afraid of what it would mean. We're afraid of the negative consequences. We may spend every waking moment trying to change someone because we know that if we accept the reality of them, we would have to make decisions we don't want to make, take actions we don't want to take, and essentially make changes that we don't want to make. Therefore, if we are trying so desperately to make somebody be different or to change to no avail, we may just need to consider if this person never changed, they were never different, why would that be so bad? What would it mean? What am I really so afraid of? Long story short, all it means to accept someone for who they are is to recognize the reality of them so as to stop pushing against what is 
in order to try to make them different and instead to decide what is right for you to do given that reality. Have a good week. If you liked this video, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe to my channel, and consider sharing this video with your friends. You can also click on the bell icon to be notified of the next time that I post a video. I want to thank you personally for the bravery that you have to step into awareness. I'll see you in the next video.